This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. We're going to talk to my great friend, Deroy Murdoch, senior fellow at the London Center for Policy Research and a Fox News contributor. So, Deroy, thanks for coming on. What's the Herschel Walker update? What's that look like? You know, all the Trump declaring for president. Now we have a special <laughs> counsel attacking Trump. We almost forgot about Herschel Walker, but... 50-50 in the Senate is a lot better than 51-49. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Larry, absolutely right about that. And great to speak with you uh, this morning. Yeah, I think uh, because of, you know, because we didn't win the Senate, I think a lot of people were kind of shocked by all that and depressed. And I know the uh, first uh, several days after the uh, election, I pretty much kept the shades down and uh, binge watched on Netflix. So <laughs> I've gotten a little bit past that at this point. But... <laughs> How was that, by the way? <laughs> uh, the crown is wonderful, and I highly recommend the young royals. I basically oh. spent uh, four or five days with European royalty as, a, as a, an antidote to all the nonsense here. But, uh, yeah, the uh, Walker-Warnock uh, runoff is December 6th, and this is very important. Uh, very important. People don't just forget about this. And you're right. This is uh, there's a big difference between a 51-49 Democrat uh, Senate versus a 50-50 Senate with Kamala Harris. Essentially, what Herschel Walker, uh, if a victory by Herschel Walker in the runoff uh, takes place, what this does is put Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema in a position once again where they can say to Chuck Schumer, "Okay, Chuck, this is too crazy. You've gone too far. We're not going to go along with this." And essentially, Herschel Walker is, if you will, the the um, uh, catalyst for the uh, Joe Manchin emergency break in the Senate. If Herschel Walker isn't there and, Ralph, uh, and Raphael Warnock goes back, it'll be a 51-49 Senate, and it will require uh, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema to stop things if mm. they both get on board, and that's that much harder. So, uh, you know, we won't have total control of the Senate, but putting Herschel Walker there in charge puts Joe Manchin and or Kirsten Sinema in a position to uh, limit the amount of damage that Chuck Schumer and the rest of the crazy Democrats can do in the Senate. So, Doroy, uh, what do we know? I mean, um, when I left this story, uh, McConnell was putting in $2 million and Governor Brian Kemp was going to run the get-out-the-vote operation, which is a good thing. Kemp, who's a good governor and has a terrific get-out-the-vote, he was going to help Herschel Walker kind of take that over. That was last week before the fireworks started, before President Trump, for example, former President Trump announced, and then the special... Uh, council and all that. Uh, is there anything new? I mean, what kind of shape is Herschel Walker in? Is there any way to tell? Well, I know he's out campaigning, uh, and uh, there was a wonderful ad he did after the runoff began that uh, is available. Uh, it was shown on Hannity, and it's also attached to an article I did that's in uh, Newsmax that just got posted this morning. Uh, and it shows him on the campaign trail saying, you know, bring it on. Uh, I've won every apparently every uh, overtime game he's ever played. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, I'm built for this. Uh, bring it on. I'm, re I'm ready for Warnock. And so he's uh, very uh, defiant and courageous and uh, confident and all that good stuff, and I think that will help him out. Uh, and I think it's very important for people uh, on the right, Republicans and conservatives, to, to remember this race. Don't just forget this is all over. You know, the midterms, midterms basically continue all the way into December 6th. You know, the, we think mm -hmm. of midterms ending in Election Day. No, they're actually going past Thanksgiving at this point. So stay engaged, stay involved. It's TeamHerschel.com is his website, and you can uh, learn more about him and support him by going to that website and uh, participating in this project, whether you're in Georgia or outside. You know, Jerome Murdoch, I had him on the TV show last week, and um, he was very good. I asked him, I said, you know, Warnock's going to throw mud at you. I think Warnock had already started to throw some more mud at him. 
And I said, you know, you want to respond high road, you want to go low road. He basically said he wanted to go high road. He wanted to stick with the issues on inflation and spending and taxing and regulating and the border and so forth, the bread and butter issues. Uh, but then he said, you know, if they want to tempt me, I'll go low road. You'll, you know, you'll never see anything like it. So I don't know how that's going to play out. Warnock is a big left-wing guy, isn't he? I mean, he's trying to make himself out to be some kind of moderate, but he's 100% Biden vote, isn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, the, the left always like say, oh, he's a middle-of-the-road centrist moderate. No, there's nothing moderate about this guy at all. He has an uh, American conservative union rating. Uh, zero is the most left-wing, 100 is most right-wing. He has an eight. So he's, you know, 8% of the time he votes with conservatives, 92% of the time he mm. votes vo- votes with the left. And uh, he votes with Biden 96% of the time. That doesn't sound very middle-of-the-road to me at all. Uh, and he had one very, very busy day on August 7th as they were looking uh, – the Senate was debating the Inflation Reduction Act uh, in one 24-hour period – he voted yes on 87,000 brand new IRS agents. Uh, he voted no to 18,000 new Border Patrol agents. And he also voted against an amendment by Mike Crapo of Idaho that would have said none of these new 87,000 IRS agents could uh, audit Americans who made less than $400,000 a year. Mm. Uh, so the Democrats had, had the opportunity to say, look, we'll take these new IRS agents. We'll go after Elon Musk. We'll go after Bill Gates. We'll go after Warren Buffett and these multi-billionaires. And Warnock and the Democrats said, no, 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 let's also go after uh, the barbers and the bus drivers and the, and the, uh, uh, the maids and the uh, nurses and cops and teachers, people making $400,000 a year, $100,000 a year, $50,000 a year. Let, let's make sure that they're in the crosshairs of the IRS. So a guy who votes for 87,000 IRS agents votes to sick them on people making $400,000 or below, and then votes against 18,000 brand-new Border Patrol agents all in 24 hours is not my definition of a moderate mm. or a centrist. You know, it's funny. Um, a lot of people, probably including myself, were concerned if um, former President Trump announced his candidacy, that might distract from Herschel Walker or put Herschel in a tough spot. Now, that's all been overturned by this uh, this uh, special counsel appointment by Merritt Garland in the uh, politically weaponized Justice Department. So that doesn't really matter anymore. And actually, there might even be a sympathy vote of President Trump because the charges against him are so stupid. I mean, this whole thing about documents with the National Archives is stupid. And the idea that Trump was not going to permit a transfer of power is stupid. So it's transparently stupid and political and obsessive against Trump. So I don't maybe Herschel Walker benefits from that. People say, wait, 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 we need checks and balances. Well, yeah, it is amazing that the uh, Merrick Garland repeatedly is turning uh, you know, mean, nasty uh, Donald J. Trump into a victim. I mean, people have got to look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. supposed to be the, the biggest monster in the American political landscape. And, uh, you know, they just, just keep throwing rocks at him. They won't stop it. It's relentless. He's not in office anymore. And you would think as somebody who is as announced as a presidential candidate that uh, you wouldn't attack him and, and, and uh, indict him, or not indict him, I should say, uh, announce a special prosecutor. There's something very kind of, uh, as I say, equatorial, very, very third world about this. And, mm. you know, this country, every, every day that goes by looks a little, little more like Paraguay which is so embarrassing and humiliating. And as you say, if he really wanted, the whole thing is, oh, he didn't allow this peaceful transfer of power. People forget that before January 6th, uh, Donald J. Trump uh, authorized 10,000 National Guard troops to be in Washington, D.C. to keep the peace on January 6th. And Nancy Pelosi and uh, Muriel Bowser, the the Democrat mayor of Washington, D.C., said, no, we don't want them to stand down. 
And there would have been no January 6th attack on the Capitol if there had been 10,000 National Guard troops to protect the building. And Nancy Pelosi and the Democrat mayor of D.C. said, no, thanks. We don't want them. And look what happened. So I find it hard to believe that Trump was engaging in some sort of a coup, while at the same time he was trying to put the National Guard in place to prevent his people from taking over the Capitol. The whole thing makes no sense. It doesn't add up. And the Democrats have been you know, chasing this, you know, chasing this ghost around for uh, essentially since he came down the escalator. And I wish they, you know, if they're going to disagree with the man, do it on the basis of policy, not on the basis of trying to invent crimes against him that uh, didn't occur, which he didn't, uh, he did not perpetrate. Well, how about this counter view? Uh, at this point, Trump going down to Georgia. I mean, Herschel Walker has said that he wants Trump to campaign for him, or he'd welcome him campaign for him. Trump going down to Georgia, DeRoy, might be a big help for Herschel Walker. Might turn out as a big help for Herschel Walker. It might help. I mean, you know, the, the downside of having uh, Donald J. Trump show up is it pumps up the left to a degree because he's basically Satan to them. Uh, but the other side of it is it may pump up the right. You know, there may be people who think, again, gee, we lost the Senate. Uh, midterms didn't turn out so well. Let's just go Christmas shopping and forget about this. And if Trump is there to remind people, look, this is important. A 51-49 Senate, sorry, a 50-50 Senate is better than 51-49 Democrat Senate. And it might motivate uh, people on the right as well as uh, independents and thinking Democrats to show up at the polls and, and vote and put Herschel Walker in and send Warnock back to the uh, Ebenezer Baptist Church, where I'm sure he'll do a nice job preaching on Sundays. And evicting people. But um, tr uh, Trump's got to tell people to come, turn out and vote. Republican turnout, conservative turnout. Very important here, Deroy. Very important. Is that was, that's what mucked up everything two years ago with these Georgia runoffs. Unfortunately, a lot, uh, there's the attitude on the part of some people on the right that, uh, hey, I'm going to go vote, but it doesn't matter because they're, you know, they're not going to count my ballots. There is some chance if you show up and vote, they don't count your ballots. But if you don't go to the polls, I promise you, they're not going to count your ballot if you don't cast it in the first place. Right. So people need to show up. And the best way to overcome uh, shenanigans on the part of the left and Democrats is to overwhelm them and, and make sure that the Republican conservative candidate wins beyond the margin of fraud or even, frankly, just beyond the margin of incompetence. I mean, I think a lot, a lot of even if you don't believe there's widespread and crazy vote fraud in this country, there's a lot of incompetence. There are a lot of things that just, you know, don't work well, like voting machines breaking down and running out of ballot papers. Uh, so we need to go in there and vote beyond the margin of incompetence, at least, or beyond the margin of fraud at worst. And then our candidates have a chance of winning. And I think that will happen with Herschel Walker if people stay focused, stay energized, stay motivated, and show up at the polls and vote for Herschel Walker for U.S. There's early voting, right? Early voting? I don't. Is I assume that's early voting by mail or what? I don't know the all the rules down there, but I know there's early voting because it's been in the it's been in the papers. Uh, and there is, and the Democrats are trying to make it earlier and earlier. There's some debate about starting it. I think it's a week from today, which would be the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And I think the Republicans want to make it a little later to narrow the amount of time in which shenanigans can take place. The Democrats want to make it – if they if they could have this election take place last July, they would. Uh, or start it you – know, as soon as I hang up the phone with you. But uh, it could start as early as a week from today. And you know, I hope people – follow whatever rules are there and uh, and go vote. I have my own personal hostility to early voting, but as long as the system's in place, you know, vote vote early, vote on election day, vote somewhere somewhere uh, between now and when the polls close and make sure that those ballots are in there for Herschel Walker. Vote early and often. Democrats do that. Early and often. Republicans should do it too. Whatever. Well, early, often, and posthumously in the case of the Democrats. <laughs> Deroy Murdoch. This is great stuff. Thank you, my friend. We'll Thank talk you, soon. Thank you, Larry. Larry Kudlow.
on 77 WABC.